Welcome to Reclaiming Confidence. Join me as I talk about all things relationships, feminine energy and leadership, confidence, and everything that will make your life more fun, abundant, and connected. I'm your coach, Nicole Lillian. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different, a little bit different. I just to like set the scene the past couple of weeks there's been so much unraveling going on for myself and it's inevitable that this unraveling is going to continue to happen but the intensity of the unraveling has been intense the past couple of weeks and there's been moments where I'm like, oh, it's done. It's done. And then I'm good. And then I'm like, woo, feeling like the high from the unraveling. And then it just cracks me open into a whole another depth of reality. And this reality is like beyond my conditioning it's beyond the level of beliefs of believing you're good enough not good enough rah 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 it's like in this reality that exists for every single one of us on this earth and it is exactly what we are born into and it's just this purity of love and joy and it's so interesting how our ex- well my experience of the love and joy in this reality that I've been experiencing is that it actually brings me some grief and pain and so the past couple of weeks I've been feeling through like these emotions of so much like rage and grief and hurt and loss and not exactly the loss of something physical or the grieving of a loved one, but it's just the letting go of such conditioning. Like I'm even feeling like, oh, these emotions are like cracking me open. (laughs) I've just like come out of this in like in-depth release and I could cry like I I could cry like I kind of am crying right now just to the beauty in that process and what I want to share with you guys is the potency of the simplicity of just feeling your emotions and it's so interesting how I've had to process the grieving and the pain and the hurt from the rejection of others not willing to access this beauty because maybe we're so stuck in suffering or pain or patterns. And, you know, that that hurts. It really hurts, especially when you're 
in love and you're feeling love for somebody to reject their own magnificence to opening up to such beauty and love because they feel a certain way or have a certain conditioning around it or a certain guard up, it, it fucking hurts. Like, I have to be so blatantly honest. It really, really hurts. Um, and, yeah, I something I've been noticing more and more and that has been landing a totally different way every time I feel deeper into my emotions is that every single thing in this world every single way that we experience every single thing in this world comes down to our relationship with it and in particular for this podcast episode I want to talk about our relationship that we have to love Love, what does it mean to you? When you think of love, what do you think of? And initially for me, I'm going to share, you know, my own personal experience with this is that I knew that I wanted love and I could say what love looked like and what love maybe could feel like. And that was nice and all. But it wasn't enough for me to say that I wanted love in order for me to receive it. Because the truth is, it really doesn't matter what we say we want unless we have resolved our relationship to the thing. And if we haven't felt through the emotions that are blocking us to receiving what we want, we will never truly be able to feel and receive this thing that we deeply desire. If I'm asking for love in such a potent depth, I have to be willing to confront myself where I have not been loving. I have to be willing to confront myself on what love really, truly has meant for me growing up. And when I started this process um, just about a year ago now, I was very in denial about it. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, no, mom loved me, dad loved me. And it's like, yeah, of course, we can say that they loved us and they tried their best, but it's almost like we have to come to this point where we completely succumb to the truth of how it really was and what we made love out to be growing up. And, you know, when I reflected on love growing up in my life with my mother, let's start with my mother, how did love make me feel from her? And the truth is that, yes, she loved me so deeply and I love her. But the way that she showed me how to love was through smothering. And the way that the smothering of the love felt from her as I received as a child and growing up in my adolescence, in my teenage years, was that if somebody loves you so much, they will begin to control you. And so that became my story. That became my conditioning. And so every single time 
inevitably, no matter how much I said that I wanted the purest amount of love in my life, in my relationships, what would I manifest? And what would I become my own worst enemy of? I would manifest relationships where love rejected me because I didn't, I couldn't stand the thought of this like smothering love and I manifested love that controlled me, that suppressed me. And what ended up happening is that through all of those relationships, I also at every single point where the opportunity came for me to receive their love, I would actually block it off because I didn't want to be controlled. I would actually block myself off to giving more love and being the fullness of my own love that I am because too much love is just not good. It's smothering. It's controlling. It's manipulative. I can't be trusted. And then when I look at my dad and I'm like, okay, what what was my relationship with love around my dad, like growing up with my dad? Because remember, like the very first people that have been in our lives, they have been the teachers of everything, our relationship to everything from that point. And this is why people say, you know, rich people stay rich, poor people stay poor, because it's always got to do with our relationship to the thing. And if our relationship is X, Y, and Z, and the law of manifestation and law of attraction is real, we will continue to manifest that. We'll continue to repeat our past. And so when I look at my dad and how the relationship with love was with him, I'm like, fuck, my dad loves me so much. Yeah, he worked his fucking ass off to support us. And he was a great example of putting in the work, making shit happen for yourself. And like to me, he was my freaking idol. And I believe that's why um, I'm a freaking serial entrepreneur, right? But then when I look at my relationship to love and how my relationship with him has impacted my relationship with love till this day is that how did my dad, this is the question that you want to ask yourself, how did my dad show me love? Like to you, stop trying to intellectualize it and try to like make it sound prettier or anything to what it actually truly is. Drop into your body drop down into your womb, into your center and ask yourself that question. How did my dad really show me love? And the truth is, love leaves me. Love abandons me. Now, my dad came home every single night, but the truth is when I feel into my inner child and I feel into the way that love was felt with my dad is that he was always at work. And what was that feeling? It was abandonment. Every single time I wanted more of his attention, what does he do? He leaves me. And so I had to come to the realization and confront myself that this is my relationship with love. This is how my relationship with love has always been. And so growing up and trying to find the perfect relationship, I can't expect anything more than that. I can't expect to attract anything else other than that, other than love that abandons me other than love that rejects me other than love that only shows up when it's convenient right 
and you can ask this question even with your mum and anybody who you particularly like grew up within the first stages and this isn't just to do with your relationship with love it could be your relationship to many 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 other things right because everything is a relationship we have a relationship to fear we have a relationship to dating we have a relationship to relationships what does relationships even mean what does that look like what is the truth about your relationships being because if we really want to change the outcome and actually start getting what we want to get we need to first confront ourselves about the actual truth feel through the repressed or the suppressed emotions that have happened as a result of that. So for instance, if love always abandoned me, I need to feel through the emotions of abandonment around love before I can access the love that I really want to feel. Otherwise, every single time when love actually presents itself to me and I can properly actually get what I've been desiring for this entire time, what's going to show up? This unconscious emotion that comes up that goes, oh, nah, maybe I need to sabotage this love or maybe I just can't trust this love. But why might this? Why do I even believe that this love might sabotage me? Why do I even believe that this love might be untrustworthy or might abandon me? It's because it's been my entire experience with love since growing up. So how can I expect anything else different? And so, yeah, it's a big question to ask yourself is what is my relationship with love? And if I want to start receiving more love, am I willing to really feel through the emotions that I haven't felt through that have blocked me from getting this depth and this level of love that I've been really deeply desiring for and asking for my entire life and asking for in my relationships Like think about your intimate relationships and where maybe they've always gone wrong. We have patterns for a reason because that is what we have been conditioned with. That is unconsciously what we truly believe we're worthy of. That is subconsciously exactly what we believe love really is. And so it doesn't matter if it hurts us or if it makes us feel like crap. Because to us, that is just what it is. And so if we want to receive something new, we've got to be willing to actually feel through that grief, feel through that pain, feel through the abandonment and maybe all of these emotions that are blocking us from feeling really good with the thing and from even giving love in that way. And so, yeah, I have like, so I've noticed even like the last seven days, a lot of patterns showing up around love even still to this day I've noticed a lot of different things but every single time I choose to continue to show up in love and open up to more love and even feel my resistance to love in situations and places and people I'm shown a new part of my relationship with love and where I'm still yet to feel even deeper into so I can continue to open and continue, continue, continue to open because I don't want to settle for anything less than that, period. And I know that if I don't feel through it, then it's going to keep showing up. And then it will get to the point where love can keep showing up in really disgusting ways in your life. 
and then other things can start going wrong and then other things can start going chaotic. And so I really believe that, you know, the the universe in itself is always working in our favor. We're always exactly where we need to be, even if it is the shittest place. And the reason why these shit things might keep coming up is because it's trying to tell you something. <laughs> it's trying to push you in the direction where it knows it wants you to sit. And so you're exactly where you need to be to work through exactly what needs to be worked through. And let that land. <clears throat> and so reflecting on my relationship with love growing up, love to me, it used to mean that love to me is unsafe to certain degrees. It's actually unsafe. Oh, can't get too close. Oh, can't open up too much. Oh, can't give too much. Oh, can't receive too much of it because I'll get hurt. It'll be taken away from me. And then I'll reinforce the belief of, I told you so, I told you it's like this, right? And so it's really interesting how it all plays out and I've had to choose, just reminding you, I've had to choose not to choose that old thought, not to choose that past relationship. And the really interesting thing amongst all this love talk is that what's the opposite to love? Fear. Fear. And if the opposite to love is fear, and if we are not being in love, what are we being in? We are being in fear. And then we start operating from fear. And I started to notice that a lot of things that I was doing in my life was actually coming from a place of fear and not a place of love. And now where I operate is ask myself the question, am I doing this? Am I choosing this program? Am I paying for this thing? Am I choosing this relationship? Am I saying yes to this outing? Am I making this plan from a place of love or from a place of fear? And my decisions have become that simple. If it's coming from a place of love, great, done. If it's coming from a place of fear, why? Why? Why do I feel the need to do this or to say this? What am I so afraid of? Right? So for instance, super simple example, like a couple of years ago in Revs in my relationship, uh, Rev used to ask me to like drive him around a lot to certain events and he never wanted me to actually come to the events with him. Very different situation now, but this is what it used to be like. Now I knew I wanted love and all I wanted was his attention, massive daddy wound, <laughs> by the way, craving my partner's endless attention, um, in, in the wrong ways. And so what did I do? I behaved a certain way to which looked like me doing all of these things for him that I didn't want to do and they were actually coming from a place of fear why though why was why was I doing all these things and driving him around and you know craving his attention and actually saying yes to all of these things why what was I so afraid of I was afraid that he would be disappointed in me wow Okay, so that's the truth. But why? what does it mean if he's disappointed in you? It means that he doesn't love me. And because I felt like his attention was so scarce back then, oh, that would be a bad situation. That means he would leave me. Right? And if he would leave me, then what does that mean? Oh, that's right. Love always abandons me. But the truth is, underneath all of those layers, I was already telling myself that love abandons me and that is exactly why I was manifesting it into my reality because I hadn't yet confronted those emotions of the actual truth 
as to why I was acting from a place of fear. And so your fear is the gateway to figuring out the deeper truth as to why you're doing things. And the thing that is kind of actually really scary, well, it was for me when I started looking at this, is that I noticed 90% of my life was being driven by fear. And I thought that I was doing things for the greater good and that I was helping myself and helping others. But when I asked myself that question, it was like, you're actually holding back in this because of fear or you're saying yes to this because of fear you're in this relationship because of fear you're not having that conversation because of fear you're holding back on your opinion because of fear you're not paying for this program you want to do because of fear right and holy shit my my mind literally like blew off my head because yeah 90 90 or probably more of my life used to be ran by fear And so my journey of coming back into love and opening to love and embodying love has been a process. And so far, I've given you a couple of questions that you can ask yourself and feel through throughout this podcast episode. So if you didn't note them down, make sure you go back and note them down and yeah, give yourself permission to confront yourself and go through the initiation of this process because it's take it does take guts just FYI if you've, especially if you've been operating from a place of fear and especially if your true relationship with love um, is pretty messy and not actually this beacon of light that you know it can be <clears throat> it can be a bit of a challenge you know and this is why it can really help to have somebody in the space to support you and take you through this and help you crack open to feeling certain emotions and being held in love. So then you can even start to get a somatic reference point of what love can feel like, because that's the one, the one other thing is that it's great to heal from our past, but then what, then, then what we don't, we don't, we, then it's about part of a process of starting to feel feelings you've never even experienced before. And we know that anything new to the mind is scary, is wrong, is not safe. And so sometimes we can sabotage ourselves from actually feeling those greater heights. And so this is what I work through with my clients is like, we can go through the past, but what I want to help you do is actually access these emotions and these feelings that you've never, ever accessed before and create a somatic reference point for it in the body. So then you can feel safe to experience them and therefore start choosing how you want to move through life instead of going back to old patterns. So yeah. That's all I've got to share with you guys for today. If you loved this one, I would really appreciate it if you did share this on your socials and make sure to tag me at Nicole Lillian on Instagram. Um, I'm going to leave a link in the bio as well. If you are interested in leaving me a review, this always helps on Apple Podcasts. And I'll also leave a link in there to my Instagram profile as well if you are yet to give me a follow or yet to follow through with a couple of things so if you want to see what happens in the background of my life um, that is the place to be until next time guys keep believing that you can bye bye now